From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Pastor Mike Douglas with you, along with our producer and co-host, Elaine Harlan. And uh, we're going to keep our prayer intercessor in prayer tonight. Yes. Uh, our prayer intercessor, the inimitable Mr. Owl, is, uh, uh, is ill this evening, mm. which uh, rarely happens. So we'll keep him in prayer and, and hope he gets uh, well soon. Welcome to all of you around the world who listen to uh, Lighthouse Live and those of you locally here in Stanislaus County. And a uh, great uh, time this evening. We're going to be talking with good folks from the Delta Blood Bank mm-hmm. and uh, the importance of uh, that that highly, highly uh, important uh aspect of our community and uh, the importance of giving blood, and we'll be talking about that and, and some history here in a couple of minutes. want to say a big thank you to the Harvest Mariners at Harvest Presbyterian Church. Had an opportunity to join them uh, Friday night. An amazing thing, there was a gentleman there that was very active in the conversation, and, and he was tracking with what was going on and, and uh, had a couple of questions and uh, got to talking to him a little bit. And he says, by the way, I'm 90 years old. I, I said, you got to be kidding. You know, you're doing better than I am at 50, well, however old I am. And anyway, I said, man, <laughs> you almost did. What an amazing man. He taught many, many years at uh, Downey High School All here right. in, uh, in Modesto. Mm. And just an amazing, amazing man, 90 years old. That was just incredible. Anyway, a great visit okay. with the folks at uh, Harvest uh, Mariners. Yeah. And uh, by the way, friends, uh, a, a neat thing happening here in Modesto coming up in February, we will be celebrating the 25th anniversary of the very first community marriage policy right. that was signed here in Modesto. There's now over uh, 200 policies around the nation. And this is a covenant uh, between those of us who are, who are pastors who, who marry folks. I mean, I, I married my wife. Yeah, I don't marry one, other. Right, right. You know, I, I officiate That's their it, weddings. Right. I want to clear that up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's, it's been a powerful influence in, in driving down the divorce rate, actually, mm-hmm. within uh, uh, the first few years of the community marriage policy that was first signed here in 1986. The divorce rate dropped 50 percent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all about just uh, our commitment to each other as pastors saying we're not going to marry folks unless they go through at least four months of premarital preparation. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has uh, that has had wonderful dividends in, in building strong families here and across the nation. So anyway, we celebrate that upcoming the 25th anniversary of the first community marriage policy here in Modesto. Mm-hmm. Right now, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. Hey, 
what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. A constitutional battle over freedom of worship continues in Kazakhstan. In 1992, the country's new constitution guaranteed freedom of religion. But a proposed law threatens to require churches to register with the government. Christians who remember communist oppression know that such a law can lead to government control of religion. In 2009, the Kazakhstan parliament declared the proposed law unconstitutional. But President Nazarbayev is not giving up so easily. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs on threats to religious freedom worldwide, go online to persecution.com. And lest you think that uh, we would ever be exempt from such things, so <laughs> check this out from our friend Brad Dacus at the Pacific Justice Institute. It's time for The Legal Edge, a look at your rights as a Christian, a parent, and a citizen. And now, with a look at what's happening on the legal front, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. The litigious atheist, Michael Newdow, is seeking to reverse a Ninth Circuit Court decision about our national motto. The court ruled that In God We Trust on Our Money was constitutional. But atheist Newdow is now asking the U.S. Supreme Court to hear the case. He claims that it is blasphemous for devout atheists to use cash which is imprinted with In God We Trust. Well, Pacific Justice Institute defended the motto in the Ninth Circuit. PGI is confident that the Supreme Court will uphold In God We Trust and end this frivolous lawsuit. If God doesn't exist, why are atheists suing over this non-existent entity? I'm Brad Dacus. To find out more about The Legal Edge, call 916-857-6900 or log on at pacificjustice.org. So I'm thinking about what the coin might look like, you know, uh, 20 years and nothing we trust or, well, anyway, we could, we could go on and on with that, but it's amazing. It's amazing to me that the ninth circuit court of appeal, number one, actually held that decision, which Mm -hmm, was, mm -hmm. uh, an an amazing thing. But, you know, it gets pretty bad when you're trying to reverse the ninth circuit court of appeal when it's siding with, uh, well, anyway, yes, that's the, uh, oh, that'll, you know, it's just, uh, my blood pressure has been so doing so good, you know, over the past couple of months. And, and now this thing's got me riled up again, but <laughs> let's go on to some more pleasant. Oh, let's do there. that. All we right. have some great guests to get to tonight as well. The volunteer center of the United way has some opportunities for us to consider the Alzheimer's aid society. Ask that you share your clerical skills and compassion to support caregivers. Adult volunteers are needed to answer telephones, distribute brochures and materials, and answer caregiver questions. Now, flexible scheduling is available weekdays between 9 and 3. Volunteers must have caregiver experience, be understanding and compassionate, and at least 18 years old, and attend a caregiver support group and gain experience and process a knowledge of program services. They were founded in 1981, and the Alzheimer's AIDS Society provides support, education, and compa- uh, compassion to patients and caregivers throughout the journey of Alzheimer's disease. 
uh, to support medical research and promote public awareness. You know, that is such an important role. Uh, I've done so many uh, uh, funerals and, and interacted with families where uh, dementia mm-hmm. and Alzheimer's was a factor, you know, towards the end of, of life. And, and that caregiver support is absolutely a lifesaver for it's these folks. Crucial. Absolutely. It is. The first T of Modesto, and we're not talking the stuff you drink or wear. It's that little white round thing you hit with an expensive stick on the beautiful grass. <laughs> I, you can tell I'm not a golfer. That was good. I can <laughs> Tee it up with time uh, and be a positive influence uh, with the lives of youth and the learning life skills through golf program. Uh, the program offers life skills instruction, clinics, rounds of golf, and outings to benefit over 3,000 Central Valley area youth ages 5 to 17 each year. Ten-week, one-hour clinics will be held between March and October, weekday afternoons and Saturday mornings, primarily at the Modesto Municipal Golf Course. Uh, Volunteer coaches and mentors interact with kids during icebreaker skill games, and they accompany youth uh, playing nine holes of golf, teach specific golf skill focus for that day. They assist with skill testing and participate in wrap-up games. This is what gets me. No special skills are needed. And there we go. It's not necessary to know how to play right golf. So I line. guess I could even do it. Hmm, go figure. But anyway, uh, if you're interested, you are asked to attend one of the following program trainings. They have one Wednesday, February 9th from 530 to 730 p.m. Uh, Saturday, the 26th of February from 10 in the morning uh, to noon. And then Thursday, March 3rd, from 6 to 8 p.m. All trainings will be held in Modesto. Uh, mentors attend additional training, uh, let's see, Thursday, February 3rd, and uh, they meet with the youth in a group setting every other Monday. Um, and volunteers must be at least 18 years of age. We qualify. <laughs> no comment. Uh, they, you must come several times over. <laughs> a few we, times. Uh, huh? We won't go. There. Not you. I'm uh, speaking, well, of, right, course, of course, of myself. No, we, we won't right. go there either. Okay. Uh, you must miniature golf. I'm good at. I can. I can. Hey, do that. that's, that's fun. Right. I, I'm not too bad myself. You know, I, a quick golf story. Okay. You know, I'm not a golfer, right. but uh, a friend of mine, we pastors were for a retreat, mm-hmm. were taken out to go golfing, and I'm not going to identify the city. <laughs> Because of what I'm going to say, because there could be culpability involved Uh-oh. here. But anyway, so it's my first time really, really golfing, you know, where, where you go out actually and, and, and do it. And, and we were in what they call a, a scratch type thing. And, and, uh, so I, I was, I had, I had no idea what I was doing. And so the guy, <laughs> the expert pastor says, all right, Mike, here, I, I you know, you probably aren't going to hit this very far. So I'm going to give you this club and I want you to hit the ball that way. I said, all right. So I get up there and, the ball went clean over the fence Uh and this guy's doing a meltdown you know as he's watching this because he sees what's going to (laughs) happen really expensive car just outside the fence and the thing goes boom hits the top of that car and bounces off you know didn't break the glass no windows broken no but and and you know i i don't know what what happened to that car but that kind of <laughs> was the end of my golfing career and and he looks at me and he says well we'll not use that club again you know i had no idea what we're... anyway but again i won't identify the city because there's some expensive car running around with 
a decorative so, thing on the top. Golf's not your game. I'm just, I'm just it's, right. not, it's not my thing. So anyway, you got to go through the background check, too, to do Well, this. probably wouldn't pass that either. <laughs> All right. There's the guy who puts dents in cars. We'll, We're not going to we'll have him. Were you trying to finish to that? I think or we will. Something? You're going to find right. something else for you to do. Anyway, mm. for this first tea of a destiny, I can be the caddy. <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm good at schlepping. Good at I'll, I'll be the schlepper. Let there you we. drive. All right. Okay. And you've got to participate in at least three clinic sessions uh, each year. The first T's mission is to not injure any cars or do any damage. <laughs> no, it's, it's a great program. It is. It truly program. is. To positively impact the lives of youth by providing educational programs that ensure the learning of life skills and character development through the game of golf. And senior facilities that you may want to uh, get involved with because, hey, bridge might be your game. Are you any good at bridge? No. Okay. You might want to share. Old maid, I can do. (laughs) I played hearts. Five crowns. Fish, books. I can do fish. Five crowns. You ever play five crowns? No. Five crowns is a really cool game. Okay. It really is. All right. You're good at that. Everybody who's done five crowns, email me. All right. Raise your hand. (laughs) That's right. Info at vibrantcommunities.org. If you play five crowns, let me know. We'll get something going here. All right. Okay. Anyway, you might want to share the love of uh, bridge and and popular games and interact with seniors, and we wholeheartedly uh, endorse this kind of thing. Local care homes, convalescent hospitals, retirement facilities throughout this county and other counties as well are looking for friendly uh, visitor volunteers to take an active role in the lives of seniors. You know, Brit- Bridge is just so far beyond my pay grade. I, I just I just can't understand But what bridge. was it? Five crowns? Five, five crowns five I can crowns. do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Old Maid I can do. Oh, yeah. you know, right. Monopoly, that, that kind of... Well, that's not a card no, game. No, it's just okay. That's so buying we, stuff. We want you to call Barbara Borbit if you have any questions about five crowns. But no. Probably keep me away from <laughs> Bridge, but those of you who know Bridge, you need to call. <laughs> All right. Barbara Borba's number, Sure took you a long way. time to get through that. Yeah, There's, we're going to get there. Somebody keeps interrupting you. 524. We're going to do something about that guy. 524-1307, extension 113. Again, that's 209-524-1307, extension 113, or email her. She's at bborba at uwaystand.org. You ever played Jungle Hearts? No. Yeah, when I worked for the government, again, I want to identify the city because, anyway, at lunchtime, <laughs> we had we had what we called jungle hearts. Okay. And it was, it was almost a violent game. I mean, you know, you know, this hand slapping down. And amazing. And we played for potato chips. Was this like and a was, requirement to work for the government? Well, for, for that government entity that I worked for, <laughs> if you did not play hearts, you did not work there. Okay, and so I came in, you know, but I learned it. We noticed and, you're not working there anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I won, I won too many games, and that kind of ended it. my... The Jungle Hearts was, was quite, quite an amazing game. It bears very little resemblance to regular hearts, by the way, for those of you who are, you know, purists in terms of... Why a pastor would be playing a pure heart game, I don't know. But Jungle Hearts was more my speed. <laughs> Did you have okay. more you wanted to I, I think talk so. About and, you know, I, I think we need She's to. She's taking a long time to get through right. this. Well, anyway, you know what? We have some needs right. here at ABC. And uh, actually probably. I think you need a new co-host <laughs> over here. It's what you need. Many times. Yeah. And, and, and probably most often you hear us talk about things we need, like household items, beds, refrigerators, and those kind of things. We also have need. 
uh, like right now, of a hospital bed mm. and a wheelchair. Very serious here. If you have such items to donate, good working condition like you would like to receive it in, please call us and we'll make the arrangements to even pick them up. And practical things you can do like replacing a light bulb for a lady who can't do it by herself. Sweet senior lady right now. She can't reach the light bulb in the ceiling um, like many of us. Don't go there. (laughs) Short people. No, we won't won't go there. But anyway, if you could replace this. Vertically disadvantaged is the way my wife puts it. I I stand with her very much. About the same height. Almost. I might have an inch on her. I won't say that. Anyway, uh, if you can replace a light bulb for this sweet little How many pastors does it take to replace a light bulb? I don't. That's a good question. That's a good joke, but I'm not going to go into it here. We won't do that. That's another show. But if you can do this for this little lady, it would would mean so much for her. It's such a simple thing. Simple thing. It is. You know, an act of kindness would go a long way. And if you could do something like uh, giving a life-saving ride, very, very important, Mm -hmm. to a kidney dialysis appointment uh, for a gentleman here in Modesto. He goes three times a week. And uh, if you can do something like that, please give us a call. We're at 209-544-9571. We will connect you with those opportunities to serve. That's why we're here. And, you know, our furniture friends who pick up and deliver those uh, pieces of furniture and appliances could use your help as well. Now, look, look friends, the, the two main guys that do that are in their 70s, mm-hmm. in their 70s, and they're schlepping furniture two or three days a week because they just love that. that that's, that's a theological term, by the way. Schlepping is. Schlepping. Yeah, it is. I learned that in cemetery, uh, seminary. <laughs> and anyway, the, these guys could really use your help if you're able-bodied, and even if you could come out once a month and uh, help deliver furniture, whether it's in the daytime or, or, or the early evening, probably nighttime not so good. You no, know, no, not uh, a lot of risk with that. But uh, if you could help them, that that would be great. And again, their their passion is just meeting people and, and taking those items that are delivered and then or, or donated and then delivering it to the people in need. And it's a great way to meet people and, and just, again, kind of Jesus with skin on to people in need. Give us a call, 209-544-9571. That's 209-544-9571. And those of you who are Facebookers, and uh, you are (laughs) Facebook... (laughs) What? What? Go ahead. Yeah, well, if you're on Facebook, you you can be a Facebook fan of of ABC. And, and, you know, they did teach this old dog a couple new tricks. And we're on Facebook. And uh, it's Facebook uh, and dot com backslash advancing vibrant communities. Just do a search for that. And we update that a couple of times a day. You update our daily update page Mm -hmm. at vibrantcommunities.org. So whether you're on Facebook, the Internet, email, phones, Carrier pigeon doesn't matter. We'll get to you one way or the other and get you uh, get you connected with opportunities to serve. And we want to say thank you to our Facebook fans, Amen. friends. Amen I don't know that. the difference, but we we do want to thank you. We want to thank you for listening to. Well, Lighthouse see a person Live for like well. if you had a Facebook page, if I, I would be your friend. Okay, that's. But since you're not, I'm not going to be your okay. friend. I can't be your we friend because you're not on Facebook. <laughs> You know, but you can't be my boss, and that's why I well, need to be respectful. Well, whose boss here is under question, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, see, a person is a friend of a person on Facebook, but if it's an organization like ABC or the Delta Blood Bank, 
These women are sitting here going, going what is what? wrong I with know. this guy? He's going like way off on tangents. We don't normally go off on tangents. We don't. Honest, it's we don't. just something in the air today. I'm not but sure. anyway, so if what is in your water? You can, <laughs> uh, you're the one that gave me the water. I don't know. Okay. But, so, but if you're an organization, you're a fan. So you're a fan of the Facebook page of an organization, but you're a friend of an individual on Facebook. Okay. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Yeah, so very I confusing learned that. Also. It was very confusing All to right, me, but we... I got it now. All right. You know what? We do have a lot of fun here and a lot of fun on the phones. Pastor Mike mentioned the phones. And we never know who's on the other end of that phone when we pick it up. And such was the case one day when Michelle Mills called AVC here, and I'll tell you, uh, God crosses our paths with some pretty fantastic individuals, and sometimes we just hit it off big time, and we <laughs> did when the Delta Blood Bank placed a call to us, and Michelle and I have been getting each other in trouble. <laughs> Since. Did she get you in trouble you. too, Michelle? <laughs> no, this is an in a thing. good way. Michelle, welcome to Thank Lighthouse you. Live. And we also want to welcome Annie Stevenson, who is the Director of Marketing at Delta Blood. And, uh, Michelle Mills is the Community Development uh, person there. And we are just tickled pink that you guys tickled red, I should say. <laughs> I'm even wearing the colors here. We are really glad that you guys have joined us tonight. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to be with us. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah. This is just really, really exciting. Uh, what are some of the reasons that you got involved with the Delta Blood Bank? Oh, well, I first got involved just because I was attracted to the need. I think it was a way to work and work with a purpose that would help other people. So it seemed more attractive than just, you know, working under, under somebody's wing that was, you know, flying solo. So, uh, it's been a really good experience. Now you guys are from San Joaquin, uh, County. Stockton. Yes, yes, I'm from Stockton. Wow. Mm-hmm. Stockton, San Joaquin County. Yes. Well, and to those of you, uh, we have a lot of volunteers up in the yes, greater Manteca area. Uh, two or three hundred of them, I think. A few. Uh, wow. Up there in, in southern San Joaquin County. And uh, great to have you with us. Uh, and Annie, what, what particularly, I mean, you don't grow up saying, I'm, I'm going to be the director of marketing for the Delta Blood Bank. I mean, it, the, something had to kind of say to you, wow, this, this is, this is something where my passions are going to be and, and in any, any circumstances that just led you and introduced you to the Delta Blood Bank? Um, I think it was kind of serendipitous, I think. I mean, I was looking for something and, and they were looking for someone and we, um, crossed paths and, um, there, there you have it. I was, I wasn't actually really in marketing. Um, when I got the position and they needed a, a assistant, a marketing assistant, they said. And so I thought, well, I, I don't know. And they said, well, well, we'll teach you what you need to know. I thought, great. And then I got in the position and they didn't need an assistant at all. They, they needed the whole shebang. So, so it was a quick learn for me. But, um, I think if you have a passion for the business and a passion for, for patients in the community, um, you know, it just works out. So and a great need. Yes, a great that need. we don't often think about until we personally or our families get get hit with us. Let's, let's talk about the need a little bit. Yeah, I think our... that's important. It's not something that's in your face a lot, mm-hmm. so it's something that you yes. forget about mm-hmm. unless it's happened to somebody, you know, in your in your family or your circle of friends. Sixty um, percent of the population is eligible to donate, uh, but only five percent of those actually do. What's the so, reasons for, for that, you think, Annie? That they're not eligible. They might be ill. 
or they've had cancer. Um, right now, tattoos are, are a big reason. You, if you get a tattoo, you can't donate for a year. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. But that's because of the possibility of, of infection? Hep- uh-huh. Hepatitis. They want to make uh, sure okay. you don't have hepatitis. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, in any event, and some are too young, some are too old. But about 60% of the population can, can donate, but only 5% of those do. Yet in our lifetimes, 80 85% of us will need blood. Wow, and that in, that need is increasing five to seven percent every year. Hmm. So it's hard at times to collect enough blood or to get people to understand the need for blood, and that it's constant. Our need is constant, and we have to have the blood before it's needed. If you need the blood today, we can't. You know, we have to have blood that we've collected, and we've tested, and we've typed, and we've bagged, and you know, right, right. big process. So. And the blood only lasts on the shelf 42 days. So mm-hmm. it's we have to constantly, constantly, constantly go get blood from volunteer donors only. Yeah. And, and you see these license plate frames. Yes. You know, like yes. I'm a 50-gallon yes. 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 donor. I no, know. Well, that's just amazing. No, I'm a, I'm, How can I'm they still be walking around? I don't know. Oh, I that's know. an amazing, amazing <laughs> thing. But, uh, you know, some people just, just have that passion. They see the need, and, and probably a lot of them have experienced the need in, in, in their own families as well. What are some of the challenges for you in getting the word out and encouraging people to allow you to stick pins in their arms and, and draw their blood out? Fear. I think fear is the big, the mm. the f- number one uh, reason that people don't donate. And I try to tell them that if they've ever had a blood um, test, most people have. After a certain age, you've been in there, you know, holding out your arm for a blood test, and right. it's just that one little prick. And There's that age thing. Yeah, again. you know, it's <laughs> popping up everywhere we go. That age yeah. thing. And, and speaking of which, you <laughs> said something a moment ago. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there an age limit that you can give blood? What is that, should we ask? 16 years old with a parent's consent. Oh, it's the yeah. other way. Not too old. You're not, you can't, okay. Well, so I, I don't think old. there's really a too old of an age as long as you're healthy. So you like, can we're to... not too old. Oh, no. Okay. No, 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 no. We'll expect so, to see you in the blood okay. bank tomorrow. No excuses yeah. for people <laughs> that can't say, I'm too old to give blood. No. no. Oh, but Good. we hear the excuses. Oh, my gosh. We could write what a book. What are some of the <laughs> We could write a book. excuses. My, my favorite is I'm afraid of needles while okay. they're sporting a really big tattoo. Ah. Oh, I love <laughs> that one. Good. That's good. And I'll tell you, it's usually the guys because ah. you know us women we're <laughs> we're, we're giving birth and we're doing all kinds of things uh-huh. and, and you know we little okay, needle I'm, stick is no big i'm deal. outnumbered <laughs> I, I, can take it. I can take it when, when pastor mike goes to give blood well you're not an easy find no I mean, see i, I they, they, and, and it doesn't matter whether i'm i'm going for a blood test or or to give blood they have trouble finding my veins and and last time well, people don't want to know this. Well, of course they do. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, it's real. It took six it's... times to, to find the vein. And, and, What's and, up the, with and that? the guy was, <laughs> you know, there's a guy who was trying to take my blood for and uh, But I found one place. I'm talking, not talking about donating blood, but to take a blood test. I found one place in, in this, this central valley where they do wonderful work and they hit it first time every time. And we so won't mention. We won't I mention. travel, I'll, I'll just say it's in Turlock. Okay. And <laughs> it's near my doctor's. But... And they are absolutely wonderful. They hit it first time every time. But the last time I did it so, somewhere else, literally took him six times. And then the guy sticks in and then he starts to work it around. <clears throat> so I can't quite find it. <laughs> and then he goes. <laughs> 
Now, this is for your blood you know. test. Yeah. That was for the let's, blood let's test. Let's clarify this. For, the, yeah. for your yes. blood test. Yes. Blood yes. Test. Yeah. Not so, a donation. Our phlebotomists sure are way that, better than oh, that. Yeah. That your phlebotomists are <laughs> wonderful. far more skilled we, we than that other person. We worked with your, your guys' yeah. people. In fact, we had a little blood drive uh, with AVC. Annie's crying now. She says I that, 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 that was That really didn't help my cause, Pastor. But, you know, thanks for trying. No, no. You guys were wonderful. I finally just took the drill and went, there we go. But if you think about it, you know, taking that 45 minutes, I mean, you're literally helping a life, a life you don't know. And Absolutely. it's an amazing thing. So yes, in, in, in one sitting, as, as if someone comes in, they donate blood. What, what can who can they help? Uh, in, in just that, that one sitting. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, you can help, you know, cancer patients. Yes. You can help oh. burn patients. Mm. Uh, somebody who might need a transfusion because they're running low on blood itself. Uh, you know, uh, there's several people that you can help. A trauma and, victim can take yes. up to a, a hundred units of blood oh, to save right. their life. If and how many car units? Accident or something like that. In one sitting, how many units are you? We only take a pint, you know, at a sitting when you're donating blood. Okay. And your body has about 10 to 13 pints in it or units, we call it. Um, so, you know, it's just a pint and it replenishes. Um, you know, you can donate every 56 days and, um, you know, why not? If you, you know, donate five times a year or four times a year and you kind of times it by three, we always say, because one donation can help possibly Mm. three lives. Mm. Um, then, you know, think of that four times three, 12 people. Right. Possibly you could be helping in a year, people you don't know. And it's the one common thing that runs through all of us. Exactly. It's, a, it's a wonderful thing to give the gift of life. Life-giving blood. And it's not like you're going to give that gallon of blood like you see on that license plate all in one sitting, yeah. you know. And think of the cookies and the orange juice you're going to get afterwards. That's <laughs> that was, was my favorite part. You know, mine too. I'm I just bring going, on the yes. treats. Are we oh. done yet? Yes, <laughs> All the goodies. <laughs> and, and, but the, the people are very, very nice and, and, uh, make you feel nice and, and, and comfortable and such. Um, what, what are, uh, you know, I'm sure the need is consistent across the nation, right? That this is not just unique to, to the Central Valley. That's but the correct. Need is, is across the nation. Um, there, and we use the name bank. Um, you can also, kind of store up right for credit for your family is that there's some well you know that's a different subject but yes you know there there are different programs let's put it that way um but if you go into surgery and your doctor writes a prescription you can always have you know if you know you're going into a surgery you know your own blood dedicated for your own surgery but uh, considering you know, um, Delta Blood Bank, I'd like to say, you know, does supply blood in the five counties to 15 local hospitals here. Wow. And, um, wow. you know, considering the state-of-the-art testing that we have right here in our own backyard, uh, we run your blood through very extensive testing. So, you know, it's, it's very safe and stable. So I'd imagine the testing, you're, you're looking for hepatitis, HIV, uh, a variety of, of different things. Uh, I would imagine that in the interview, and it's been a while, so I don't remember the, the triage that, that you go through, but when you come in, there, there's a little bit of a triage there. They ask you questions. Kind of run us through what to expect if this is someone's first time. Uh, what, what can they uh, expect, Annie, when they arrive and, and uh, see all these nice nice little sofa things laid out there? And, you know, what, what can they expect? Balloons, banners, confetti. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Good. 
Um, the whole process takes about one hour. So as soon as you come in, um, you'll do, go through registration, and uh, they'll take some information from you and need a, a blood um, a blood license, a driver's <laughs> license, basically a blood license. Um, then you'll go through a mini health history, which is actually very beneficial to you. They're going to check your hemoglobin, hemoglobin, which is your iron levels in your blood, and take your blood pressure and some things that you might not necessarily, you know, know about your health if you hadn't been to the doctor lately. So we do a mini health history. And then the actual donation process where they take the blood takes about 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, no longer than that. And then you'll rest in our canteen for 15 minutes and get your juice and your coffee and whatever else we've got going on in there. So that's about it. Is it so important, your blood type? Is that, what, what, tell us about blood types, the most popular, the most needed, the most, the most what, well, popular, the yeah. most common. What, I had the, the most, most popular, popular blood, blood type. That would be mine. Be positive. Yeah. I'm negative. Yeah, I know. Negative, no. Well, no. We, um, uh, the most, po- well, the, <laughs> the, most the blood type that we need the most usually are the negative types. So O oh. negative would be the first and B negative and AB negative, um, because they're harder to collect. And O negative is also, um, the universal blood type. So every other blood type can receive their blood. Wow. So if there's a trauma patient that comes into the emergency and they don't have time to type his blood, his or her blood, and they need to transfuse right away, they will use O negative blood. Mm. So, um, but that is, um, O positive is the most popular, or most people have O positive blood more so than any wow. other type. So. I'm A positive. I am too. <laughs> you know, that's another wonderful thing I have that to tell you. Wild. I am A positive too. Yeah. I'm B positive. I'm A positive. Pause. We're all mm-hmm. positive. Wow. We're all positive. <laughs> but that's another wonderful thing about donating too, because when you come in, we type your blood for you. So you'll get a card in the mail after you donate, and it's nice to have it on you to know what type of blood you do have. In case there is an emergency, you know, we hope not, but right. in case you knew something comes up and you might need a transfusion down the line, you know exactly in your what wallet. to look for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember that in high school? I mean, it was a long time ago for me, but, you know, I, I you remember doing the blood type thing in high school? That's where I first... All right, they're all looking at me. <laughs> just wondering what, what, what's he going to say next I'll just tonight. Wait, I He's went just, to a you know. weird high school where... We took blood from you each other, did. you know. But <laughs> you did some you know, weird things in high school. I was just thinking back to your Red Cross days when you did that weird thing to that mannequin. <laughs> they told me oh, to blow in her lungs. <laughs> I blew in her lungs, and it wasn't my fault that the lungs exploded. <laughs> you know, you Whose don't have. You don't. Was it? You don't <laughs> tell a trumpet player to blow hard into the. And I did. You know, and I was blowing like a high C, and Annie's lungs just went. Her name was Annie. You know, you can't take this guy on the golf course anymore, okay? Good thing she didn't have blood. Do you have a song? To play? I do have a song, right, and I think good. we should play this song That'd because be I, you know, Jesus is going to save us once again. You know, truly, <laughs> while we focus uh, on life-saving blood, um, <laughs> we have to agree here with our music guest tonight, who is Matt Redman. This week, that um, uh, just like the title of his song, it's nothing but the blood of Jesus that washes us clean and gives us life eternal. Right here on Lighthouse Life, and we'll be back right after this.
Matt Redmond on Lighthouse Live. Pastor Mike and Elaine and Michelle Mills and Annie Stevenson with Delta Blood. Of course, it's nothing but the blood of Jesus that washes us clean and gives us eternal life. I want to get into uh, talking about the the local uh, area here and, and needs and such. But uh, before we before we do that, let's talk a little bit about somebody may be convicted here and says, "Wow, you know, I I need to I need to do this." You know, I, uh, what do we need to do to prepare for our appointment? I mean, you know, when you go in for your blood test, you can't eat for you know umpteen million days, and you come in looking. Be- <laughs> Not you know, that one. What, what anything special? We, we let have to you do? eat. Yeah. <laughs> We want you to eat a full meal before you come in oh, and be good. fully hydrated. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there's nothing really required. We are taking appointments now, so it's easier for you to get in and out. So you just call our, our local number at 888-94-BLOOD, and they'll um, connect you to the department. You can make an appointment that's convenient for you. Walk in, walk out, hopefully less wait time, and... Great again, friends. That number is triple eight nine four blood nine four blood. That's triple eight ninety four blood. And the website. See, the Facebookers are going right, to want to know about that. Your friend, forever. my friend, my the fans of ABC and the friends <laughs> of Pastor Mike will want to go to www.deltabloodbank.org. Deltabloodbank.org. 
Let's talk about how lives are are impacted and, and enriched yes. by that. How, how many, you know, through the Delta Blood Bank, how many lives get enriched and, and benefited well, by that year? Well, you know, uh, several. And, and it's just uh, we've enriched the lives of close to up a million hospital uh, wow. patients. Mm. But there's nothing like seeing, you know, I've gotten close to a couple of recipients and their families. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like being next to those families and seeing how uh, our family, Delta Blood Bank, comes together. And behind the scenes, we have a lot going on to make a blood drive happen. You know, we can do it either in our 13 location sites in the five counties or we can hold mobile blood drives where we bring out a bus or a truck. Cool. And it is. It's a wonderful thing. And we've had people call us and say, you know, we have a little girl or a little boy that needs transfusions and the families need help with their fees. Uh, you know, how can we help them? And so we kind of tell them, what would you like to do? We'd like to host a blood drive. And in turn, it's a, you know, replacement blood drive for that little child or uh, that adult. And um, there's nothing like knowing that you've touched the life of somebody that you just met. Mm. Sweet, and Michelle. It's wonderful. Speaking of which, you are doing something with the youth the children right now. Can you speak to that? Share with our listening oh, audience. Thank you what for asking. Oh, I just, I, I, this is Elaine, you just, you're just a wonderful lady. Oh, I just really enjoy bless. this. We're so grateful that you have invited us to express what we do for the community. Thank you. Um, we have actually started an educational awareness program. And what we do is we figured in times like these, uh, you know, our youth, our young minds, um, are, you know, the blood donors of tomorrow and educating them about the importance of blood donation and how not to be afraid when you do get older and you are eligible to donate on, you know, saving a life, a friend, a family, a neighbor, you know, those kind of things. Um, so what we do is we've offered to, uh, in our counties that we serve, the five counties that we serve, Stanislaus, Calaveras, Tuolumne, El Dorado, and San Joaquin, that we would bring an in-house field trip to them. And this is a really neat experience. I'm really excited about this. I, I just, it's fabulous. Um, we come out and we have rallies and we bring all of the educational materials. Uh, we are nonprofit, so it's, it's just very light. Um, but we talk about, you know, possibly healthy eating habits and how green leafy vegetables oxygenate your blood and how important it is to exercise because there's only one you. And, um, what we do is we do the rallies. Uh, if the school does, um, you know, support us, which a lot of the unified school districts, it's wonderful. They're just yeah. coming forward. It's just flourishing. And then we come out and we bring the bus and we give the tour of the bus and telling them how donation process is and who it helps and who it saves. And, you know, that they're very important people and there's only one you. So take care of yourself. What what age groups are you uh, presenting this to? You know, this is mostly elementary schools because uh, we do have uh, high schools that have blood drives. And um, they uh, are wonderful because they help our supply uh, going our high schools do in the months of September through December and then again in February through June. So, you know, at certain times there's a, a more of a need for blood uh, in the holiday season or the summer seasons because people travel or kids are out of school, moms are doing things with right. their kids at home. So those are the times that, you know, is a, are very important to donate, but donating is 24-7. Um, it usually, uh, you know, is very important that, you know, when they do donate, that they donate every 56 days, like we've said, because for us in the five counties, it takes at least 250 units a day to keep our blood supply to safe and stable level. Mm. So should people donate in the county in which they live or say if they're traveling on vacation, can they go anywhere and donate or what what should they do? 
Well, if, if you live here, it would be great if you donate here because the okay. blood that we collect stays here in our communities. Okay. Um, of course, if you're traveling extensively, um, that could actually defer you from donating here in our counties if you're going to some parts of the world. But, um, you know, if you're going to be away for more than 56 days, yeah, donate over there. <laughs> Well, let's say you've been traveling uh, overseas, or you you know you've been on a short-term missions right, trip. Would that right. be a concern uh, coming back and donating, or does it depend on where you've been? It is a concern. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not a major concern. That is why at the beginning, when you do come in to donate for that one hour, that we have you fill out a health history, and that lets us know, you know, uh, if you're eligible to donate at that time. Because, like we say, we want to keep our blood supply at a very safe and stable level. So it lets us know uh, possibly what medications you're taking where you've traveled, um, you know, those kind of things, and lets us know if you're eligible to donate. In times of disasters, like when Haiti or if, uh, you know, weather-related things in our own country, people want to give and donate things, what about giving blood? What's uh, the process there? I think primarily when there's a disaster, and it's not right here locally Mm -hmm. in our county, that that state or that area usually has enough blood to care for their own. But people come out in droves during that time. Mm-hmm. Like during 9-11, we right. had lines mm-hmm. around yes. the block. We had to turn mm-hmm. people away. Mm-hmm. And it, um, we're happy to send blood to another, you know, state or another area if it's needed. But usually that community is rallying around its own. What people don't understand is the need for blood is so constant. Mm-hmm. It is not relegated around a disaster and i don't think they really um sometimes understand the point that their donation has just saved somebody's life unless you're a recipient you would you you know really get that point it's it's akin to running into a burning building and carrying somebody out mm-hmm. or jumping into um the ocean and trying to save someone that's drowning but it doesn't cost you anything it doesn't endanger your life it's completely safe and it only takes about an hour so I, mean, I think that's the point that we're trying to get across is there are always people that you can save right here in your community. And it really doesn't have that much to do with a disaster unless it were here, right here in our, you know, in Modesto or Stockton or Lodi. Now, for a, uh, a church or an organization that mm-hmm. says, wow, yeah, you know, we, we want to get behind this. What 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 do they need in terms of space, uh, square footage in order to uh, to sponsor a blood drive? Well, what we could do is if they did call a Delta Blood Bank at the, you know, triple eight ninety four blood number, we would actually put them in touch with a recruiter and the recruiter of blood donation would come out and, you know, walk the facilities with them and decide, do they have enough space? Uh, you know, is it somewhere that we might want to have a bus? instead, uh, mm. those kind of things. Mm. So we literally go out and look at things personally to decide what would work best for them and for ourselves to have a safe draw. So uh, a church's multi-purpose room uh, might, gyms, might serve gyms, mm-hmm. you know, Mer- service. Multi-purpose rooms, right. uh, businesses, you know, it, it just depends the areas, yes. But if you have willing hearts yes. to give, that's the... The main thing. Absolutely. And uh, the reason to give is obvious. I mean, you know, we want to love our neighbors, and this is one of the ways in which we can do that, certainly. And we work very closely with the Office of Emergency Services. It's it's not if, but when mm. uh, disasters and, and things occur in our area. This is one of the great ways, ways I think, that we can uh, give back. And, uh, and I agree with you, out. Elaine. Oh, this is wonderful. There, There is no substitute for human blood, mm-hmm. and it cannot be manufactured. I mean, it's the giving of oneself to help somebody else in your own community. 
Let's talk about your loyalty program. Unpack that for us a little bit. Well, this is kind of a fun thing. When donors donate, we want to give a little something back to them if we can. So now we have little key tags that you can, um, when you go in, you earn points every time you donate. So it's kind of a frequency program. The sooner you come in that you're eligible and how often you come in um, matters in terms of how many points you get. And then we have community partners, businesses in the community that offer goods and services to our donors. And so the donors get to spend their points with those businesses and get things like burritos and haircuts Ooh. and, you know, mochas and whatnot. All or right. A, a pet <laughs> Myers. Pet grooming. Or, yeah. <laughs> <you know. laughs> so um, it's a fun program. It's a fun way for businesses to get involved with us and to uh, support the community through Delta Blood Bank loyalty program, and it's fun for the donors too to collect their points. And you know, you can even earn a round of golf. Oh, there yeah. you go. Hey, you might even learn something. Look, we've come around back to golf. That's right. I can just see that theme is going to be. I know. So it's kind of like a frequent flyer program, then, right? Yes, and, uh, and, to that. Well, that's a that's right. a great idea. Now, uh, what about what about sites here in in Stanislaus County? You mentioned, you know, maybe you make an appointment to to come. Are there permanent sites where people can go? There are permanent sites. We have them located in Angels Camp, Ceres, Lodi, Stockton, Manteca, in all of our five counties. So if you do call the 888-94-BLOOD, uh, they can actually guide you to a site, or you can see us on our uh, website, thedeltabloodbank.org, and uh, go ahead and go to locations, and they will tell you the locations, the addresses, and the times. You, getting back to the the license plate frames, and, and you see people, you know, they they've given so many. You ga- want gallons. one of those? So, I can just tell. We're gonna have to I, get I, you one. I, I, I think you said you were a gallon saying, donor. I, I have seen the license plate frame. <laughs> <laughs> I think he really mm. wants one. <laughs> Well, I kind of like this frequent flyer program, you know. You, you want a 50-gallon one. I could just... Yeah, that mocha, you know, sounds... I want that mocha. I want to earn my mocha. So how many gallons do you have to do for a mocha? 50. You know? 50. Oh, okay. And a round of golf. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> On the golf course. <laughs> no damage to any cars. No, no. no. You're getting back at me for the first part I'm of the I'm going to get fired is what I'm getting. Uh, the thing we don't have is auto repair on there. No, no auto repair. <laughs> uh, we have a new program called Saving Pastor Mike here on this show. Uh, let's talk about what, what are some of the, as you've met, a lot of the folks that, that do give regularly and have those license plate, plate frames. What are some of the reasons that they keep giving? Is it often uh, because of personal experiences of the family member or just the, the sense that, man, I, I may have saved a life today? What, mm. what, what compels people to become those frequent donors? Well, you know, it, it varies. I mean, it's wonderful how when uh, we have a replacement drive, let's say, for instance, the community comes out. Mm. I mean, it's wonderful to see, you know, the community come out and support of somebody. Mm. So it could be because of somebody that might have been in their family that needed a replacement, uh, you know, for blood or uh, the fact that it just reminds me that people that come out just to give, <laughs> you know, it's a wonderful thing. I've met so many people and I always ask them, you know, what's your driving force? I know what mine is, but what's your driving force? And they're like, well, I've just been doing this since I was in high school. And wow. I, you know, they've Amazing. gotten, you know, used to giving and it was just been a wonderful reward in their heart to give and they love it and they just keep doing it and doing it. And they're so happy to help people. I, I, I think, 
Go ahead, Annie. I was just going to say, it is a feel-good experience, I think, for most people. And we try to encourage people, if you've never donated, just come out once. You know, we're not, we're not going to you know, make you come back if you don't like it, but I think, I think you'll, you'll feel good. I, I believe that Michelle would do this if she didn't get paid. She is a giver. She comes from a line of giving. Her dad is a giver. Yes. We know this. And speaking of giving, what about volunteers? They give. Speak mm. to your need for volunteers, you guys. We have volunteers at every one of our sites serving our donors. The juice and cookies, for example, afterwards. Oh, Those are all donors yay. that help in the canteen. Good. So that's a fun little job for mm-hmm. people. They can just work a two or three hour shift and serve coffee and cookies to our donors. Make sure they have their 15 minutes there of rest and refreshment. And the donors do the same thing basically at our blood drives, our mobile blood drives. So at all of, in all of our counties, we can use volunteers and we always need them. We have volunteer drivers. Drivers that take the blood from one place to another, mm. pick it up from our sites, take about it back. Blood drives. <laughs> yeah, literally. D- driving yes. blood. Driving yes, blood. not Miss Daisy. That was good. Driving blood. That was good. <clears throat> one for Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Friends we also um, have large media drives, too. Oh. Uh, in August, we have a large media drive come up, and it, you know we need help with those things, too. So you know, getting in contact with Delta Blood Bank and asking, can I volunteer? I know that um, Lisbeth Garcia here in uh, Medellin, actually looks for volunteers in the month of August. So we do have a couple large media drives, and we definitely need volunteers to step up to the plate for those things, too. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, these are it's just fun. All these people come together. You're, you know, you're saving lives. You're helping everybody. It's a wonderful energy feeling. I just, it's fabulous. Again, friends, if you're local here, the phone number to call is 888-94-BLOOD. That's 888-94-BLOOD. The website, deltabloodbank.org, deltabloodbank.org. Now, we have people listening all over the world to uh, to Lighthouse Live, and obviously we're giving them the Delta Blood Bank. Blood Bank's all uh, all over the country, and we encourage you to uh, take a look at uh, one that's uh, that's near you. Uh, however, if you happen to be here in the uh, Central Valley of California, again, that's uh, 888-94-BLOOD. Uh, we're bumping the clock a little bit here. In a couple seconds we have left, uh, Michelle Mills, Annie Stevenson, thank you so much for being with yes, us. Anything last, uh, last things you want to get in before we uh, depart here? Just thank you for the opportunity yeah. to spread the word. We really appreciate right. this. And, you know, just have them Google their local blood bank, if, like you're saying, worldwide. Absolutely so. great. Thank you. Delta Blood Bank, we just appreciate you and all that you do. We definitely will hold you in our prayers. Dear friends at home, thank you for listening wherever you happen to be. And uh, may God continue to bless you as you reach out and love your neighbors as you love yourselves. We'll see you next time. Amazing.